Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to go in and try and solve an old defunct ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Although this one is kind of recent. It's not that old. <laughs> Which one is it this week, Marn? Uh, we are going to be talking about Spectacular Organic Corporation, which ran 2016 to 2018, and I can't say who the creator is because that's actually kind of a spoiler. Okay, well, let's get into it. So to cover some stuff uh, left over from last week, we have a couple questions. Someone just tweeted at us asking if we are still doing Sombra. I promise we are. Oh, yes, we will still be doing Sombra at some point. The real problem is that I didn't get good enough at Overwatch by the time that this episode needed to be recorded. Um, and Marn said that she wouldn't do an episode about it with me unless I was at pro gamer status. That's absolutely true. We need to become esports professionals before we do Sombra. Yeah, so I'm working on it. I'm getting okay as Widowmaker, and my tracer's not bad, but everything else is a real crapshoot. Uh, but we'll get you there when I get there. Just look out for our uh, upcoming esports team. And yeah. <laughs> uh, when you see us on the rise, you'll know. Sombra is coming. <laughs> but to actually start us off, uh, we had a, a couple of, we had one question and one uh, quote this week, I guess, that we wanted to yeah. talk about. First up, we had a question that came from our friends over at Digital Roadmap again. Yep. Who sent... Which is not an immersive fiction yeah. podcast. Yeah, we <laughs> like I said, got that mixed time. up with someone else. They do a podcast about old PC games. Uh, if you're interested in old video games like I am, it's a really good listen. Uh, I checked out some episodes this week and liked them a lot. Um, but they sent us a question and asked, how do you think This Is Not A Game has evolved or even been tossed out in more recent years versus the early golden days of I Love Bees, etc.? I wasn't around back then, but Marn, what do you think about that? I think that I said last week, or maybe the week before, that um, it's kind of gotten tossed out the window as the internet has evolved into a bigger space, and it's easier to kind of dig up who is behind these things and like who they are in real life, um, which we're actually going to see an example of uh, in this episode of Spectacular Organic. Oh, um, shit. And I think, I think that's just kind of an example of the natural evolution of the internet since like the early 2000s in that um, it was really easy to have big mysterious things going on and not know ever who was behind them. There's still a lot of sites out there that are like that. They have like cool stuff on them or like little mini puzzles or ARGs and no one knows who owns them. But um, I think nowadays it's a lot easier to kind of dig up that person's like Facebook or their Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah, I was really interested um, way back when, when I, I talked to um, uh, Jonathan Duquette for the This Is My Milwaukee episode, he told me about how um, after he appeared in the video, like people reached out to him on Facebook to say like, hey, what's going on with this thing? What's up? And he kind of had to like say, hey, please back off. I'm I'm just an actor doing a video. This wasn't, you know, I, I don't know anything about this game. So I can't imagine that's gotten easier as more people have gotten, you know, the, the internet gets smaller every day as yeah. it gets bigger, you know? Yeah, I think also with like the way the internet is now and with social media and stuff, it's like easier to feel okay about kind of like being invasive and like going into someone's DMs and being like, are you involved in this thing? Whereas like, in the early 2000s, kind of the culture was like, oh, if you don't know this person, you're not going to really seek them out and like try and get 
them to give you clues about this ARG. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I know, kind of in conjunction to that, um, my experience coming into that, the, the this is not a game mindset is a little skewed because the ARGs that I've been involved with have, honestly, the trailheads have been like, hey, come check out this ARG we're doing. Yeah. Um, that was how the John Dies at the End one that I got involved with started. And um, looking around online nowadays, you see there are just websites devoted to ARGs. And it's honestly a 50-50 shot um, between, hey, I found a thing, it might be an ARG. Or, hey, I'm starting an ARG, come check this out. It's surprising to me how interested people are in just laying things out on the line and saying, like, Here's my thing. Go solve it. Yeah, a lot of uh, like websites that track ARGs really don't encourage boundaries like Unfiction did. And I've seen a couple of people on Reddit being kind of like frustrated with that. Someone tried to, I think, start like a new ARG subreddit that's entirely just in-game stuff. Hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it got off the ground quite yet. It's trying to get like meta ARG or something like that? Yeah. Interesting. See, I like that idea and approach to things, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of lost these days online. Yeah, and people, I think, kind of get, I don't know, it's it's weird because people still get kind of angry when they realize, like, oh, the creators are, like, in our Discord channel, or they're on, like, our private subreddit, and they can see what we're doing, so that makes this in-game. Um, but, like, on the bigger forums where people go to talk about this, like the ARG subreddit, they don't care as much. So I'm going to show my ignorance a little bit. Um, I know that with the games that I've played, uh, most of them have embedded in somewhere in the trailhead or something like that. Um, a lot of them have had links to a Discord or to a um, like to an IRC channel. Um, yeah. Just as part of the onboarding into the game itself. Uh, so they're kind of yeah. an official IRC channel in Discord. I know that that wasn't always the case, but is that becoming more common or is that just I happen to hit the three ARGs that had that? Uh, I think it's definitely becoming more common. Um, on Unforum, a lot of people did set up IRC channels for like the bigger ARGs. Um, but I think with it being so easy to create Discord uh, channels now, it's becoming more of a thing or it has in the last couple of years. Because I think okay. a lot of the like, I think a lot of the like Reddit people who are into ARGs uh, already had Discord because they either came from game detectives or like already used it as a chat to like connect with internet friends. So it just became very easy to have it all in kind of a centralized place. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just kind of an effect of the internet as a whole getting smaller now. Instead of a yeah. bunch of websites, it's just like. I don't know. I saw a tweet a little while ago that was like, isn't it weird that there's only like four websites nowadays? Um, <laughs> you know, you got Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Discord. Yeah, like, that's I know that's I don't use Facebook, but the rest of them are 90 percent of my Internet usage. So I don't know. I mean, it's... I still use I still use Skype a lot of the time because um, a lot of my friends aren't really gamers and like don't use Discord. Um but I, 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 I use would, Discord a lot more than I used to. <laughs> I would kill for uh, not gamer Discord. Like, yeah. Discord with a nicer name, because Discord is still kind of like, I don't know, it's hard to tell my mom, hey, you should get on Discord. And 
like something that doesn't have gamer memes every time I log in or someone joins a channel. Like, I would pay for that service. <laughs> yeah. We also had a quote uh, that I saw. It was covered on Kotaku, and I saw it um, going around online a little bit. Um, but it was from a GDC talk that a friend of the show, Laura Hall, gave um, at GDC. Um, and in her talk, she quoted Mike Selinker and Thomas Snyder, uh, their work Puzzlecraft, uh, that includes the line, People solve puzzles because they like pain, and they like being released from pain. And they like, most of all, that they find within themselves the power to release themselves from their own pain. I don't know. I saw this going around a little bit online. I'm curious what you think about that. Yeah, that, that, I think that tracks. I think there, there truly is nothing like the, the euphoria of solving a puzzle, (laughs) especially in an ARG where it's like 20 of you working on the same puzzle and, um, and you're the one to finally solve it. I think there's nothing that compares to that. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think that sounds fair. I know that I personally, when I'm playing like a a multiplayer or a a single player game, you know, video games or something like that, whenever a puzzle comes around, I, I just tune out because to me, there's no, I don't know, sitting down by myself and solving a puzzle myself that a video game put in my way doesn't really do anything for me. But on the flip side, when you give me a puzzle in you know, in a in a D and D game, or if you give me an ARG style puzzle, that's a hundred percent more interesting to me, just because of the collaboration required to solve it and the um just coming together as a group and working together to do something together. I don't know that I necessarily like pain, but I do think that that's a really neat um it's a neat euphoric feeling that comes from that. Yeah, I, I think that's why people like escape rooms, too. Like, the um, collaborative aspect yeah. of working through a problem together. Yeah, it, it feels good to work on something together. And on, saying puzzles, it, there's if you listen to the Adventure Zone podcast, they always kind of joke, like, hey, we solved your goblin puzzle, which means we slayed all the goblins. Like, not really solving a puzzle, but coming to group oriented solutions to something is yeah always really cool teamwork is good actually i think is the moral so with that said do we want to get into spectacular organic yeah let's do it spectacular organic at spectacular organic we've worked hard to engineer only the finest organic products to improve your quality of living Our corporation was founded on the belief that you can only be the best you can be when you're at the peak of your health, and our lead researchers, farmers, and scientists have prioritized your optimal performance while manufacturing our products. So please, prepare yourself for the future of organic products and enjoy consuming them as much as we enjoy making them. Spectacular Organic making a better you so for a little bit of background information uh this arg ran like i said ran 2016 to 2018 uh it had a couple dormant periods that we will talk about um it kind of ended on a weird note in 2018 okay um it kind of did the this is my milwaukee thing where it reached what would be like the end of an act in any other ARG and then kind of stopped. 
The basic story is that it's about a organic food corporation that kind of acts as a cover for this, like, mysterious cult. Hmm. Um, and I can't say that who it was cre- created by until I tell you the full story of the ARG. Because they're so intertwined that to tell you the people who created it would be a spoiler for the plot of the ARG. Okay. See, now I'm trying to piece together who I think did it. Okay. So how far did you get in in solving Spectacular Organic? So, I don't... I don't know. Um, which is a really weird feeling to have in something like this. Because the only real start that I had was through their YouTube page. Um, Martin, you sent me a link to Who Are We? An Introduction to Spectacular Organic Corp. Yep. Um which is a basically an infomercial for something that uh, looks like a pharmaceutical company is where I would uh, is what I would have guessed it was a pharmaceutical or like energy um, just because of the way that it's shot. It looks like an infomercial for that kind of thing that you would see on TV. It's really good production value. Um, you could have put any logo at the end and I would have believed it was a real commercial. But in the basic video that you sent me i didn't really see any clues aside from um the uh the video has a bunch of um like little subtitles at the bottom like you would see in a medicine commercial um where one of the the last ones says spectacular organic corporation looks forward to the next higher stage in life all products aim to help you arrive at that point these products are the future. If you have any questions, please contact us at spectacularorganiccorp at gmail.com. This advertisement has been fully funded by the Spectacular Organic CEO, Martin Brundle. So all I got out of this video is that I probably should have emailed spectacularorganiccorp at gmail.com. Using some context clues uh, involving the fact that their website is down uh, yeah. and a lot of websites related to this ARG no longer seem to be functional. Um, I'm assuming that that Gmail is dead. That's a fair assumption. But I did do a little bit of, I don't know, I, I didn't like at the end of This Is My Milwaukee uh, when I kind of came to you and said, well, I tried and I sure failed. Um, so I decided to do a little bit more digging. Um, one of the benefits of doing this in the future is that I have the entire YouTube channel at my disposal. Yeah. So I didn't want to get super far into it. So what I did was I watched a lot of the videos, including their um, their TV spots, uh, just different short commercials that the company had. And I watched the first couple of um, About Us videos up until they made an announcement that I think that you're going to get to. Um, yep. In those videos, I was able to find a lot of different clues but none of them were clues with forward momentum or anything that felt like I wasn't getting a code that could have been a password or something like that. Uh, there was a lot of, um, they did a lot of Morse code buried in the videos. Um, I found yeah. a lot of Morse code in the, uh, in the TV spots. Um, and it's honestly my least favorite kind of puzzle is when you have one frame of a code in your video, just because it's, so blink and you miss it that if you're doing it alone there's no way to find it unless you just happen to look at the right spot at the right time but the codes that i found were all very creepy in a video called ygm juice um they which 
uh, it's a juice company is what the company is. Um, but in their YGM juice video, there's Morse code that translates to surely the second coming is at hand, uh, which is cool. Uh, in the TV, one of their TV spots, uh, it says, um, the blood dimmed tide is loosed. Yeah, that's a um, uh, TV spot one. That's TV spot one. Okay. Yep. And that is a reference to a William Butler Yeats poem uh, called The Second Coming, which surely the second coming is at hand. And then in video three, they had Morse code that said La Morte de Cervo. Which is a reference to a poem by Gabriel de Annunzio from 1903 that translates to the death of a deer or the killing of a deer. I couldn't find an English translation of the poem, so I don't know exactly what that is. Weird rabbit hole, there is a Colin Farrell movie called The Killing of a Sacred Deer that might be similar themes but i couldn't tell you oh, yeah what it i is. heard that movie was really good i i have heard it's the feel bad movie of 2018 so if you're into that kind of mm. thing go check it out but I, I i think i sent you a message in discord where i said that i i feel like i'm seeing a lot of spokes but i don't see the whole wheel um yeah so i'm definitely able to say that i failed this uh th- i failed this puzzle and uh i don't know where it was going from here you did you did find a lot of the the beginning stuff though. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I went over those videos with a fine-tooth comb. Oh, also, uh one of them that was a lot easier. Um there was a, a QR code on a hay bale in a video uh yeah. that sent me to a creepy picture of a bunch of people in a field like some kind of cult. Um I assume a cult is involved. There is a cult involved. All right, I solved the game. Good night, everyone. <laughs> You did it in 30 minutes. <laughs> our <laughs> shortest <laughs> episode yet. <laughs> so how 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 should I have done it, Marn? You missed uh, a lot. What did I miss? So June 23rd, 2016, Spectacular Organic posts their first video, which is uh, the Who Are We video that I sent you. Um, okay. There's nothing in it necessarily it's just kind of an introduction all right nailed that one and it gets posted to reddit at the, to the arg subreddit and by someone who's like hey this looks kind of weird could be something um and there's no real action on it until uh the first tv spot gets posted uh, a couple of days later so uh sorry people- quick interlude yes what percentage do you think of Reddit posts that say, hey, I found something weird? What percentage do you think of those are like plants? I think I think definitely a high percentage it's is gotta, people trying to plug their own. It's got to be close to 100%, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. I see a lot of those on Reddit and I'm like, I'm sure you found yeah, yeah, yeah. something weird. User you slash puzzle Lord 420. Like, I'm sure you stumbled onto something weird online. Well, people, I think, theorized that it was because it was from an account that had, like, no other posts on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first TV spot goes up. Uh, it gets linked to the same thread. People notice the Morse code that you noticed. Uh, they also noticed that... Two for two? The tags for the video uh, include Spectacular Optical, which is a company from the movie Videodrome. Uh, oh, and shit. people okay. notice that the Spectacular Organic logo is almost identical to Spectacular Opticals, and that uh, they go to the website, 
and they notice that all of the employees are named after characters in Cronenberg movies, except for one guy, Doug Horry. Doug Horry. So, remember that name for later, because we're going to come back to Doug. Okay. Uh, Spectacular Organic posts their YGM Juice video. Uh, they reveal their GM Juice line, which is the product that they are uh, pushing. It's a line of health drinks, but they're very vague about it, and they don't say a lot. Uh, it has the Second Coming audio in the Morse, um, and... In a single frame of the video, you can see a rat inside one of the bottles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have not been able to stop it on that frame, but uh, (laughs) supposedly it is there. Okay. So the first big thing that happens is that uh, July 4th, they do a product lottery announcement. Uh, Okay. It's a video... Is this where you stopped? This is where I stopped, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's a video announcing that viewers can enter a lottery to win uh, Spectacular Organic's full line of juice products uh, by filling out a form on their website, which was just, like, a free, like, Wix website. So people were like, okay, clearly they're not a real corporation. Yeah, Um, the, the Gmail email address really tipped me off. Yeah. Uh, they reveal that GM in GM Juice stands for Good Morning Juice. Okay. Uh, and to test the product, you uh, will get a six-pack, and you're supposed to have one every morning for six days straight. Uh, there's a disclaimer okay. that says that it has it's not been cleared by the FDA. I think, it, I think it's in the video. It's either in the video or on the <laughs> website there. Is a disclaimer that's like, some of our ingredients haven't been cleared by the FDA, but we're working on it. <laughs> I was going to say, you see a lot of supplements and stuff with that exact disclaimer these yeah. days. Yeah, There is uh, a form that you fill out for the lottery that's suspiciously extensive. Uh, it includes, uh, it asks for stuff like your marital status, childhood illnesses, a list of all of the surgeries and blood transfusions you've had ever in your life jesus okay uh, it asks for your family health history <laughs> and like every hospital stay you've ever done damn yeah uh and if i think a lot of people just like faked it to fill it out because they sure. were like oh this is clearly not real yeah i i'll put i'll trust arg runners with a lot of stuff my medical history yeah. is not one of them yeah um, and then they, when you fill it out, you get an email that says the application period will last through Monday, August 29th. Uh, this date celebrates a groundbreaking discovery in the synthesis of Mitnarium, a huge part of why we exist today. And a Reddit user uh, recognizes Mitnarium as a highly radioactive synthetic element. <laughs> cool. <laughs> And in the in the uh, product lottery video, uh, they pull up a browser, like a stock image of a browser, but you can see that the tabs open in the browser are organic recipes, who can receive communion, security cameras, and a Google search for the phrase, one nation under us. Okay, so this, uh, they're probably not up to anything sinister. Probably not. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, shortly after... Uh, in early July, I think, uh, the TV spots two and three go up. 
they have the spot two has Morse that says, follow the long line of vacant shore, meet us there. Spot three okay. has the audio Morse that you found, but it also has a frame of Morse that says, one, two, three, initiation is complete. And then on July 15th, uh, they post an update video on the lottery. So they post this video that's called Product Lottery Announcement 2 Out of 2. And they announce that they have upgraded the prize to a spectacular organic sponsored week of vacation in Toronto, Canada, with free travel, lodging, and a complimentary slash mandatory spectacular organic breakfast every morning that you're there for a week okay so definitely not indoctrination definitely not indoctrination i do i do want to point out sorry i uh i meant to say this before i did um there's a weird sound that happens when they show the logo every time uh it's a weird creepy noise um yes i took the noise and i tried fiddling around with it to see if i could figure out what it is um and i sped it up and i don't have the audio file to play uh but i'll have it and put it in the episode but it is clearly like someone biting into an apple oh my god that's great it's it's like a very slow teeth sinking into an apple then ripping sound effect that's so creepy. Yeah, I hate I hate the sound effect that happens every time because it's like wet, but also yeah. hollow, and it's a yeah. creepy sound, and that's what it is. Hmm. I don't. I didn't. I don't know if I saw anyone say that on the forums. You may be the first person to discover that. I'm solving everything. I'm really good this at spectacular was- now. I'm like three out of eight. This was kind of a weird one to research just as a sidebar because it was one where uh, people on Unforum and people on Reddit were working on it simultaneously and they weren't really sharing their work back and forth. Huh. Okay. Which was which was the case for a couple ARGs before uh, Unforum went down. So uh, there were a couple cases where someone from Unforum like cracked something huge and was like, eh, I guess I should go and link this on Reddit. And so the Reddit people found out, like, a couple of days later. <laughs> Throw them a bone. Yeah. So uh, Spectacular Organic has a Twitter that's linked on their website, and they tweet kind of, like, generic, like, daily affirmations and a countdown to the lottery winner announcement. And on July 19th, they tweet that they're going to do some maintenance uploads to their YouTube and everyone's like, "What? what is that? What is scheduled maintenance on your YouTube channel? <laughs> like, what is that supposed to look like? Uh, so they upload these three videos. They're all labeled like MU001, 002, and 003. Okay. Uh, they all have Base64 in the description. Uh, that is like a cult sermon. Uh, oh, shit. The first okay. one is the most important one. It says... Thank you for joining us. As a precursor, it is imperative that you watch TV ads 1, 2, and 3. It is imperative that you watch them in order. 
Our baptism and indoctrination program is not completed properly unless performed in those circumstances. We will allow one hour for this to happen. Please inform others and spread our influence as rapidly as possible in this next hour. You are the ones who will provide the platform in which we fight for our cause. The following two parts of the program will be released at 1 a.m. EST and 1.30 a.m. EST. All will be dismissed at 1.59 a.m. EST, Spectacular Organic. Uh, they upload the next two, which are just kind of like generic culty stuff. And um, and then at 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, they get deleted. Yeah, um, I was going to say, these videos aren't here anymore. Nope. Uh, I think they are mirrored on YouTube somewhere. I know a couple of Reddit users and Unfiction people saved the descriptions in a Google Doc, which is where I pulled them from. Okay. I think I know a Unfiction user um, grabbed the videos and I think managed to download them and put them on a personal YouTube channel. Okay. So I've watched a couple. Okay. What... What are the videos? Um, they're just like weird visuals. Um, like some are just like a black screen. Uh, some are just like weird stock footage. Okay, so it's it's more about the descriptions than the videos themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um. So as this is happening, uh, as all of this is happening, the users on Reddit are trying to contact the spectacular organic Gmail. They're trying to contact. Uh, specifically Doug, who they become interested in because on the blog on the website, uh, there is a Christmas post that he wrote that had Morse in it at the bottom that said, there is a secret. And then as soon as they found that, it was changed to another line of that Yeats poem. And then as soon as someone posted that they found that, it was just like entirely removed. Hmm. Yeah. So someone emails and, and the... he's also the only person who has a an actual name, right? Not one yeah. that's taken from a movie. Yep, he's the only person on the like employees page that has a real name. Okay, cool. Um so they someone on Reddit emails the spectacular organic Gmail asking about Doug and they get a reply that says he has been excommunicated from the company. Excommunicated. That's a that's a usual business term. Excommunicated. That's yeah. That's a normal thing that you say about people that you fired. Yeah, that's that's standard operating procedure for business. So then they put up TV Spot Four. TV Spot Four contains that QR code uh, that you mentioned, and it also Mm -hmm. has hidden Morse that says, "We know you are watching. It's not always easy. Sometimes you have to look for needles in haystacks." And the QR code... I got the QR code, but I missed the... Yes. I missed the the Morse. Okay. So the QR code goes to a Reddit post by Doug, Reddit user Doug Horry, saying that he found a picture of a cult gathering at his workplace. Okay. And this is the picture that I found that has a bunch of people standing in a field with like a scarab beetle, right? Yeah, and it has uh, the date 10-4-1926 on it. And uh, Doug mentions in the Reddit thread that the date is exactly three years before the stock market crash. Um, And he doesn't know if that's relevant or not. Uh, The Scarab also turns up as a secondary logo on the Spectacular Organic website. And it's used as a watermark in the lottery announcement video. 
Um, huh, okay. And some people speculate that the date might also refer to Matthew ten twenty four twenty six, which is a passage of the Bible that talks about Beelzebub. Oh, good. Our old friend. Um, Doug says that he... In the in the thread that he left the company in April or May, and that he had to fill out like a weirdly large amount of legal paperwork to be allowed to leave. Yeah, with all his medical information and dates of surgeries and such. Yeah, you know, just just normal termination stuff, normal excommunication papers. They don't normally make you fill out paperwork when you get terminated, do you? No, I don't think so. I've never I've never really been fired, but like. I don't think that it's like, hey, we're letting you go fill out a worksheet. Yeah. Um, a Reddit user uh, PMs him on Reddit uh, to show him the Spectacular Organic YouTube channel. And they ask him if he knows anything about the GM juice. Doug says that he played a quote unquote significant role in the research for the GM juice. Uh, he was tasked with developing... An efficient juice with the maximum amount of vitamins. <laughs> uh, chock wait. full of B, uh, chock full of B vitamins and C vitamins and everything you can pack in there. Yeah, you know the maximum amount of vitamins. Yeah. Uh, he says that he parted ways with the company because he had concerns over animal testing that they were doing with the juice. Okay. Which is weird. Weird to test your vitamin juice on animals. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, animals are herbivores, uh, so that you know. Well, that's it's true. Organic fruit juice. Meant, so he do, he does mention that it like made the animals sick, which is specifically why he had the concern. Well, if I fed an animal a bunch of juice, I'd I'd assume they'd get <laughs> sick too. So this all checks out. Yeah, it sounds legit. He says that he, after he left, he hung around for a little while to advise them on, like, the ethics concerns that he had, uh, and he also caught wind of some stuff that he does not feel safe disclosing over the internet. He didn't, okay. he doesn't know about the, like, codes in the videos or anything, but he... When a user links him to it, he says that he's afraid that Spot4... Uh, is directed at him because it linked to his Reddit post. He mentions that the company is good at keeping tabs on people and says that they might know his whereabouts. Creepy. Yeah. The same Reddit user also lets him know that uh, Reddit found out that the board members' names might be fictional, and he says that if that's true, it would probably nullify any, like, NDAs he had to sign. So he, uh... He might be able to talk more about the stuff that he saw, if that turns out to be true. Okay. Huh. So after they talk to Doug, uh, more video spots get posted. Uh, five and six. Yeah. Um, there's no Morse code in either video, uh, which Reddit users think is very strange cool because i couldn't find any in those either which means that i win yeah <laughs> correct <laughs> yeah i'm they think eight for 14 reddit uh kind of speculates that the field like there's a field in spot five uh they speculate that it is 
a reference to the cult photo that Doug posted on Reddit. Uh, and spot six is confirmed by Doug to be a video of his backyard at his home. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the field, the uh, field so someone... of like, uh, yeah, we see you. Like, we saw yeah. what you're posting. And then mm-hmm. this one. Okay. I will say six is the one that was the creepiest to me when I was watching these videos because like the others are generic nature shots. This one is like clearly someone's house. So that makes yeah. sense that it's Doug Horry's backyard. Message received, guys. Yeah. So someone sends that to him on Reddit and Doug flips out. Uh, he messages the same Reddit user that he's had this like ongoing back and forth with and says, I'm going to move somewhere safe. Uh, I can't tell you where, obviously, because I don't want anyone to know. Uh, I'm going to delete my Reddit account. I'm only going to use throwaways from now on. Uh, you'll know it's me when I contact you. Um, I think... That Spectacular Organic is worried about these encrypted files that I saw when I was there that I tried to open, and that was why they tried to get rid of me. Um, but I have to go to the office to try and access them. Okay. Uh, and then Spectacular Organic posts a video called What Should You Care About? <laughs> um, and it has Morse in it that says August 3rd, 12 a.m., August 3rd, 12 a.m. Do we know yes. that date yet? Is that the lottery date? No, the lottery date is August 29th. 29th. Okay, so we're a little bit about the beginning of the month. Okay. Yeah. Um. So after that, uh, on August 3rd, the Twitter announces that there are going to be even more uh, maintenance videos going up. So people are like, oh, okay. Um, Maintenance videos four through six are posted. Uh, The base 64 in the descriptions imply that Spectacular Organic has captured Doug and killed him as a human sacrifice. Doug, no! And that... Not Doug! And that that the lottery winner, uh, referred to as the Tribute, is close to being chosen. Oh, shit. I'm glad I didn't fill out that form. Maintenance video 05 is very creepy. It shows, like, security camera footage of masked, like, guys with ski masks in Doug's backyard and also inside his house. I, I watched it. I wrote, I wrote yikes in my outline. I'm writing yikes in my notes right here. I, I don't do people in masks. Yeah, it's 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 not good, and it's like filmed in black and white, so they they look like essentially featureless. <laughs> it's oh, not a good one. I don't like that at all. Actually, I say that I don't do people in masks. In all honesty, any horror trope, it's like, oh, I don't do that. I don't do people stabbing people. I don't do that. Like, I just don't do horror stuff as much as I want to like it. Yeah, but like people in masks get me. Yeah, uh, the maintenance video for is just like a video. It's just like a picture of a like a tree in a field that like slowly deteriorates and gets like grayer uh, throughout the video. They're all only like twenty seconds long. 
Yeah. Uh, maintenance video six is like a weird inverted grayscale video of like a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Okay. Uh, maintenance video six also has base 64 for rested peace at the beginning, which Reddit users uh, believe to confirm that Doug is dead. Yeah, pour some out for Doug. Yeah, R.I.P. Doug. So was there more weird sermon stuff in the um, descriptions for these videos? Yeah, they just, they, they, so in the descriptions for these videos, they talk about uh, how they've, like, killed the sacrifice and how they are choosing a tribute and the time is close at hand, basically. Okay. All right. So our boy is dead. We're still waiting on a lottery announcement. It is August 3rd, and we're waiting for the 29th. Yep. Rest in peace, Doug Horry. So after this happens, uh, this popular YouTuber slash kind of like commentator on web series and ARGs uh, uploads a summary video on like what has happened so far in Spectacular Organic. And kind of summarizing some of the videos. Okay, I should have just watched that. <laughs> well, that gets that gets a ton of new players on board. Uh, basically, as soon as this video gets made, um, a lot more people find the subreddit because it's linked in the description. They find the Spectacular Organic channel, and so there's suddenly a lot more eyes uh, on Spectacular Organic than there was before. Cool. Fairly soon after that, there are two more TV spots. Um, spot 7 has a QR code that leads to a bit.ly, which is a Google form, all in Base64. Uh, it has a bunch of questions about what the cult members hope to see from the upcoming tribute. So you, you fill it out and it's like, what gender tribute would you want? What age? Do you want them to be in like good health? Do you not care? Do you want them to be competent or unintelligent? Okay, so um, like we've had a bunch of people submit medical information. Tell yeah. us what you want and we can sort out and figure out who we want to take this spot. Basically, yeah. Okay. And spot eight has binary for the tribute has been chosen. Uh-oh. So then we get the video called Who Won Our Lottery? Uh, the Spectacular Organic Twitter finishes counting down to August 29th and this video goes up. Uh, the video starts with a summary of the Spectacular Organic videos up until that point. It acknowledges that there were hidden messages in them. It acknowledges the Morse and the binary, and it says that it was all this viral marketing campaign to uh, get more people to watch Spectacular Organic's videos and join the product lottery. Okay. So basically, they're like, surprise, we weren't a cult after all. You should stop saying that we're a cult. I, I believe him. Okay, so it's not a cult. Doug's okay. Everything's fine. It's not even an ARG. Yeah, it was, it's actually a juice drink. It was just a social experiment. Yeah, this episode's been brought to you by GM Juice. You should all go out and get some today. <laughs> uh, they're going to make a better 
you. Welcome to our podcast, sponsored by Spectacular Organic. Sponsored by Spectacular Organic. So, uh, they reveal the winning lottery number as 00616. And there is also Morse in the video that says, Become the Beast You Worship. Jesus. Okay. That... The... That's good life advice. Yeah. That's that's our theme for this year. Become the beast you worship. Hell yeah. 2019. I, I could get behind that. 2019, become the beast become you worship. Become the beast you worship. Yeah. Let's do this. I'll make shirts. The lottery winner is revealed to be a Reddit user by the name G. Whitehurst. He comes forward on the Spectacular Organic subreddit, and as proof, he links um, this special congratulations video that he was sent. He just uploads it to his own YouTube channel. Or he makes a YouTube channel that's just called 00616, and he uploads it there, and he shows everyone his proof. It's just like a, a tiny video that's like, congratulations from Spectacular Organic, you're the winner, blah blah blah. He declines the lottery prize. Um, oh. Spectacular Organic releases a video as though he did. And they're like, here's all this cool information on 00616, this guy who won our lottery. And acts as though he replied very enthusiastically. And they put up a fake email from him that's like, I would love nothing more than to be the lottery winner. I'm so honored to try GM juice. Oh shit. So this guy he says, No, I don't want it, and they say, This guy definitely said yes. I do want this. They're gonna Doug Horium, aren't they? And along with all of that, it uh they go over his medical history in the video and they include a PDF link to his questionnaire. Oh shit! In so the they basically okay. I'm really assuming this is a fictional guy in this universe, and that they didn't just like accidentally dox a player. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that in just a moment. Oh no! <laughs> Two months ago, we released our first video. We introduced ourselves to the world with one objective in mind: making a better you. During the following months. We release TV spots, videos about ourselves, videos about our products, and most importantly, videos about our big product lottery. Through these videos, you found out exactly why Spectacular Organic is the optimal choice in the organic market. And through these videos, some of you found a little more. So they linked this PDF of his questionnaire and... They also sent him an email that he posted to Reddit saying that he's wronged them and he wasn't supposed to go on Reddit and say that he was the winner before contacting them and that either he's going to come to them and claim his prize or they're going to come to him. Oh, fuck. And at this point, people on Reddit start to doubt that this guy is actually a player uh, there are, like, thread-long arguments over if he's in on it or not. Uh, people are like, Shit. dude, call the cops if this is real. <laughs> uh, it gets it gets posted to a bunch of those, like, drama subreddits <laughs> where people, like, keep track of drama on other subreddits. Oh my god. 
and the unforum users get upset uh, because they believe that he's fictional, but he has posted in the unforum thread a couple of times towards the beginning of the ARG. And as we know from This Is My Milwaukee... This is not a game. Yeah, people posting in character on unforum or like the the GM going undercover to post in a thread, that's a big no-no for them. Huh. So this is a whole shit show. Yeah. I love a good shit show. What happens next, Mark? <laughs> what happens next is that the Spectacular Organic Twitter starts a new countdown for 18 days. They also get a hold of the subreddit moderator's email address. So the subreddit is moderated by one guy. Uh, he makes a post that's like, Hey, I don't have my email listed anywhere on my Reddit account, but Spectacular Organic emailed me asking me to restrict the conspiracy theories being posted about them online. Whoa. Now we're getting weirdly meta. Okay. Around this time, people, uh, there's a big to-do about people don't like that the subreddit is now in-game. Uh, they try to start a new subreddit. They try to declare their Discord channel, like, out of game. And, like, find places to talk where the person running the game can't listen in on them. Because they're <laughs> a little bit uncomfortable with that. So the community splits even further than it was between yes. Reddit yeah. and Unforum. Okay. Yeah. People also do some digging and they find out that G. Whitehurst, whose real name is Grayson Whitehurst, uh, went to school with the subreddit moderator, uh, who is also the guy who originally posted the spectacular organic videos on Reddit and that they have made student films before in the past together. Ah, okay. So... Yeah. So all of the stuff is starting to come unraveled, it sounds like. Yes. So this is what I was saying before with, like, the internet being so small, if you kind of put your name out there in conjunction with something, people will definitely be able to find your social media and, like, everything else Yikes. you've ever worked on. Okay, so so the lottery winner, 00616, is Grayson Whitehurst, who... yes is friends with the subreddit moderator. So I assume the subreddit moderator posted it on ARG and was like, hey, look at this weird thing. Yeah. Also, I set up a subreddit so that we could talk about it. Yes, correct. And everyone joins that subreddit, and the moderator of the subreddit is secretly the, the GM. Okay, yeah. see that? Well, he w Well, the moderator wasn't the GM. It was just like he was this guy who got asked to kick it off basically okay so at the very least he's someone that knows i yeah. guess i guess gw grayson whitehurst is the guy that is the gm of the whole thing and said hey can you put this on here okay so we got a stew going we got a civil war on reddit yeah uh we've got i assume unfiction laughing at the whole thing going down in the other server uh but at the same yes. time they're mad that their guy posted in there in character before yeah um, and the subreddit is mad that, uh, this guy is the only moderator of the subreddit. So there's a period in which, uh, a couple other moderators get hired, but I think there was some controversy with that because they weren't really like users who were active in the subreddit. It was like, he just went to some random people and 
was like, hey, do you want to help moderate the subreddit about this thing that you don't post about? Gotcha. Yeah, I assume yeah. he was like, hey, I'm running this thing. Can you guys be a decent moderating staff yeah. and do moderating duties, but know that I'm in character doing a thing? You can't. Yeah. I mean, from a. This is one of those things where from an outsider perspective, looking at someone trying to run a game, all of this makes sense. And this yeah. all feels like a. This feels like a reasonable way to run a game and to keep tabs on it until someone notices that that's what you're doing. Yeah. Well, where they kind of steered wrong was that both of these guys had Reddit usernames that were just their first initial and their actual real life last name. Yeah, that's really where you messed up. I really can't. As a guy whose online handle for most things is a either Sherms, which is a variation on my last name, or just a Sherman, like, I really can't judge them for that. But yeah, doing that for your online game. Yeah, like you're just if you want to be incognito, exactly. that's not. You got to be Weed Lord four twenty sixty nine. Like yeah. then no one will tie you down to what you're doing. <laughs> you got to be Danger Dude. Danger Dude, yeah. Exactly. If you ever, if you ever sign up for a website and you're looking to run an ARG, use the username Danger Dude. It's never been done before, and no one will judge you for it. <laughs> yeah, no one will know. Yeah, exactly. So the next thing that happens is Spectacular Organic posts this video called Finding You, uh, which is a very intentionally threatening video directed at Grayson. Oh my god. Uh, it implies that they have surveillance out on him and that they're planning on abducting him. And um, it it also promises uh, in like the in like fine print in the video that his quote unquote treatment will begin by or before October first. Uh, so it's September twelfth, and the eighteen day countdown I think is counting down to October first. Okay. Uh, the next thing that happens is on twenty. 20- September 21st, uh, Grayson posts something on the Spectacular Organic subreddit just titled The Truth. Uh, It leads to a post on the No Sleep Reddit. Uh, So No Sleep is a fic- like, it's a subreddit where people post these, like, horror stories in first person, and they're clearly fictional, but one of the rules of the subreddit is that you- have to, like, all the posts are in character and you have to act like they're all real. Okay. Um, so it's, this is not a game, but for writing Yeah, prompts. basically. It's, it's, okay. it's just, like, a place for people to post, like, short-form horror stories or, like, kind of mini ARGs where it's, like, a spooky story and then it, like, links to, like, a, a spooky web page for a company that doesn't really exist or something like that. Gotcha. Is this where you get, like... My copy of Godzilla is haunted. Yes. Like that kind of yeah. story? Okay. Well, some, some of the stories on there are, like, legitimately good. Um, but yeah, that is also where you get, like, my copy of Godzilla is haunted. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Grayson writes a post there called, I've officially lost control. Uh, and he... Okay. And it's, a, it's basically, like, a, this very long confessional post, uh admitting that he is the creator of Spectacular Organic, 
Uh, he says that he's a film student at a college and he basically made the videos as like a project to stay busy over the summer because he was like working this boring desk job. Uh, and he included the puzzles as a way to keep his viewership up and like keep people interested in like the meta narrative. Uh-huh. Uh, he didn't expect it to get so huge. Uh, he says that like that popular YouTube channel doing like an analysis and summary of it uh kind yeah. of raised his viewership to a point where the expectations that were kind of getting out of control and it was right as like his summer break was ending and he was about to go back to school so he wouldn't have time to work on it uh he got contacted by this mysterious outside person named Kepri K H E P R I uh, offering to buy the spectacular organic IP from him and make the rest of the ARG so that he wouldn't have to. Okay. For, like, a pretty large sum of money. Okay. He, it, Grayson, uh, took the money and entered... So a stipulation of Kepri buying the ARG was that Grayson had to enter the product lottery... That he'd set up. Uh, so he accepted. He got this like large sum of money. And he entered the product lottery. He had wanted a fictional person to win the lottery. But uh, this Kepri guy pitched him on him being the winner. And he accepted. Because uh, he thought it would be like cool and meta. Um, and then things, okay. according to Grayson, kind of went off the rails. Uh, Kepri stopped responding to his emails, uh, Spectacular Organic put up his actual medical history, he's, Grayson has, like, become paranoid and is pretty sure that Spectacular Organic, or, like, the people behind it now actually intend to come and kidnap him, and that, and that, like, buying the ARG from him was a ruse (laughs) so that they could come and kidnap him. (laughs) Okay, so this is... Turned from an ARG about a fictional juice company that's covering for a cult. And it's become an ARG about a guy that starts an ARG about a juice company that's actually a cult. But then he gets in over his head when he sells the rights to the ARG to a company that's probably a juice company that's covering to be a cult that actually draws him into this new ARG that they are picking up where he left off. Okay, we're getting we're getting a little a little meta. We're this ARG is kind of disappearing up its own asshole a little bit. But okay, I can I can I can I can mess with this. I like this. Yeah, I wrote it. So Kepri. So Kepri is like the new big bad, and uh, Reddit users figure out that Kepri is one of the Egyptian gods, one of the sun gods. Um, I wrote in my notes, Okay. uh, unsure whether this was always going to be a part of the ARG or if Grayson was trying to redirect the narrative away from this sort of like fourth wall breakdown that was happening where people found yeah, him in real life. Yeah, I was about to life. ask you about that. So there's no indication as to if this was like a planned part of the ARG. I think that it most likely was not and this was his way of 
getting things back on track so he could keep the same plot, but be like, yeah, I'm the creator. You guys found me. Ha <laughs> ha. Because, like, from, from here on out, like, it doesn't really matter that he's the original creator. Like, he could have been a character. Like, the, it doesn't change anything. I think this was his hasty way of kind of being like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually the creator. You did it. You found me. So, this is a little bit, not off topic, but on a tangential note. Um, but with the concept of this is not a game... Why doesn't it go both ways? What do you... Because I feel like... I, I I don't know. Like, getting found out that you're actually a person running this ARG, we looked into your username and your history, and we think that you're a video producer that's making this. Like, it's it's interesting to me that that is a... I, I, that that's a, almost disqualifiable. Like... That's... That, yeah, that's it, true. Like, a, a game needs someone to run it, and so... It feels weird that when, like, when you realize that the person that's running it has been there all along, I do know, like, I get that there's a, the, this is, this is, this is a game, uh, or this is not a game, this is reality. I get that that bleeds into it, but it's, it's curious to me that it doesn't, that it's a one-way street. Yeah, that, that's kind of true. I think, um... I think mostly people were just mad that he was posting as himself, pretending that he wasn't a real person. I think that was kind of where the their sticking point was, was that he never did anything to acknowledge that the situation that he was in, where it was like, oh, Spectacular Organic, release my medical history online and they're going to come kidnap me, was like, fake? I think that was what people were like genuinely mad about. <laughs> okay. I yeah, I just I, I don't know. I guess I guess it gets into I don't know. I come from a tabletop space to so like the 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 dungeon master player character problem, which is where Yeah. like it's generally frowned upon for a dungeon master to make a character and have them run the adventure for a variety of narrative and gameplay reasons, but I, I guess it runs into that. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna pretend to dock someone and put out fake medical yeah. history, I I don't know having it be a user that you can like the one user you can trust to not go to the cops or whatever about it would be you. Yeah, basically. Which so it, like I don't know it it fulfills like a narrative purpose of saying hey we've got an actual user who's been here this whole time that is getting like that this is happening to and now they're getting abducted into the game. It fulfills that narrative without, like, what happens if you choose someone that is genuinely not interested in doing that? Or what happens if you choose someone that, like, is, you know, someone that, like, would absolutely call the cops or who would, like, not be game? I don't know. It's a, from a gameplay creation standpoint, it makes sense yeah. to do this, but it is weird that it's, and it sucks that it blew up in this guy's face like this. Yeah. And it all could have been prevented with a better Reddit username. Yeah. Just like use use a different username next time. Don't use your actual name. Yeah. Uh, pro tip: If you're gonna make an ARG, uh, name yourself Bong Lord Four Sixty Nine. That's gonna do it. That'll that'll be my username when I make an ARG. So no one yeah, will suspect Bong me. Yeah, Bong Lord Sixty Nine. That's how you do it. 
Uh, I also have written here in my outline that the no sleep post heavily implies that Spectacular Organic stole a bottle of Grayson's piss. (laughs) (laughs) It's not where I was expecting that sentence to go, but okay. I've been waiting 24 hours to spring that one on you. It's my favorite point on this outline. Is that the big twist you were alluding to? Yes. No, the big twist is that yeah. this this whole debacle happened, basically. No, I know. <laughs> um, because in the in the post, he's like, I keep hearing people like outside my door and my my bedroom door in my apartment. I've been like staying in my room. I peed in a bottle one night so that I like wouldn't have to go to the bathroom. But then when I woke up, the bottle was gone, and maybe I imagined it. And the very first comment on this post just says, "You know they took your pee, right?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So Grayson has eluded detection. He was a guy that made an ARG, yeah. but it turns out he's not anymore. An Egyptian sun god named Kepri is behind a secret juice company that is pretending, to, or a cult that is pretending to be a juice company in order to steal piss. While these hidden messages and theories are hollow, our objective certainly is not. We still want to make a better you. We still want you to spread our message. And we still want one lucky winner to join us at our headquarters in Toronto, Canada to try the first ever course of GM juice. Yes, that's right. Our message is real, and so is this wonderful once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We want to hear from you, and there is no better way to do that than receiving your personal input. So, Grayson made this 0616 YouTube account uh, way back when to post the, like, congratulations video that he got. Right. And he starts posting videos from that account. Uh, He posts one on September 26th, uh, recording the weird knocking on his door that he mentions in the no sleep post. Okay. Uh, September 3rd. 30th spectacular organic tweets we are on our way with a smiley face and grayson does a youtube live stream of him on the run uh some of the videos later get uploaded i think like the same night as very tiny clips on his youtube channel uh and the stream ends with him uh Run, like the it's like a 20 second clip of him running and you see like a hooded figure Fuck. uh as like the last frame and reddit's like oh well rip grayson <laughs> uh <sighs> and then there's a there's a grayson sock puppet account that gets created on twitter that's like gw and then a bunch of numbers and it tweets just landed in toronto ready for the best <laughs> trip of my life with spectacular organic Oh, man. All right. So they got him. They got our other boy. I was about to call Doug our boy before, but he's gone. But they got our actual boy. They Yeah, they got our, they got our actual boy. He got got on September 30th. And then October 1st, which is when they promised that they would have him by, 
they upload right. a video called 00616 has arrived. Uh, and it says, this is the first video, by the way, that has comments enabled on it. Uh, before they, they didn't have comments enabled, but this video does because they say that, uh, their GM juice is almost ready for worldwide distribution, but, uh, they want viewer input on what evolutionary benefits it should have, uh, before they give it to Grayson to test on him. Evolutionary benefits. Okay. And there's binary in the video. There's like a frame of binary that leads to a unlisted video from a YouTube account called Rarer Foods, which is a anagram for Order of Ra. Okay. That, uh, so this is a channel that the Reddit group found a couple, I think a couple months before this. I don't know exactly how they found it because. I couldn't find a log of that, but uh, for a while it only had, like, an intro video that was just, like, nothing on it. Uh, So it leads to this unlisted video with, like, this person with, like, a deep voice filter speaking, uh, saying that, like, basically, like, the same stuff that's in the maintenance videos, uh, like, you are a member of this cult if you found this. And stuff about, like, the human condition and, like, we are the structure. We are the, <laughs> like, what we seek is not impossible, impossible, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then at the end it says, phase one begins now, separo omnia, which is Latin. And then there's Morse code in the video that translates to follow the light. And supero omnia was at the bottom of the uh, cult photograph, right? It was in the. It was at the bottom of like that little scarab. Uh, yeah, the, the photo that, that Doug posted on Reddit. Yeah. Okay, so supero omnia is kind of like arc words. Yep. So then on October fourteenth, uh, spectacular organic posts a video called "The Future of Zero Zero Six One Six. Uh oh. It says that Grayson, who they only call 00616, they never refer to him as Grayson. Okay. Uh, It says that he's been promoted to their product developer for GM Juice. I'm sure that means uh, they're filling him full of product and seeing what develops. Uh, And that he has been, quote unquote, upgraded to a 90-day live-in program in Toronto at Spectacular Organic. Poor Grayson. And they also... Yeah. Grayson's not having a good time. Yeah, he's not having a good go of it. And they also say that thanks to Grayson's contributions, uh, they have gotten a new website, which is also not accessible anymore. Uh, it's It was specorgcorp.com, I think, is what it was. And then... Shortly okay. after, on the same day, the Spectacular Organic Twitter tweets, like, a weird broken chain of words. So first, the fake Grayson Twitter tweets a bunch of stuff like, my head hurts, and stuff like that, in, like, all caps. And then the Spectacular Organic Twitter tweets, alive, coded plans, MT109, and don't let, all the separate tweets. Okay. Uh, oh. MT. 
MT109 is the periodic uh, code for metanarium, which is that the radioactive, radioactive thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then shortly after, a spectacular organic tweets that they were hacked, uh, implying that Grayson may have gotten into their Twitter account. His Twitter also gets deleted. The, like, sock puppety Grayson Twitter that they set up. The, the fake the fake Grayson Twitter account is deleted? Yeah. Okay, so right now what's in-game is the, the website that you can't access anymore. Their YouTube channel. There are a couple of other side YouTube channels that are no longer around. And... Is that it? Oh, the, the, you can still... You can still get to the Order of Raw YouTube. Oh, can it's there. You? I watched the video. It's very creepy. I I just linked it in the Discord. Oh god, this is creepy. Yeah, I don't like it. It's I, it's a bad one. I don't like this at all. So these images are Oh f- fuck. Okay. So a lot of the imagery is from the uh Yeah. The TV spots. Yes. Like the old lady in the church and then stuff like that. And then cells. Oh, I hate this. Why did I ask you to link this to me? It's not good. It's a bad one. It's a bad one. It's a real bad one. So yeah, so the fake Grayson Twitter gets deleted. Uh, They post a new video spot, which is just a... Which is TV spot 9. And it is just a video of a fox. Like, there's nothing else in it. It's just, like, some stock footage of a fox. Uh, it's got Morris in it that says, GM program trigger one, subject 00616, command fox, cease retaliation. 616 has ceased retaliation? Subject 616, command fox, cease retaliation. Okay. What does that mean, Marn? I don't know. Um, and then Grayson out of game uh, posts a different project to Reddit. It's like a video game or something that he made. Uh, the spectacular organic players start to speculate that the ARG is stalled or ending. Um, and then especially since someone who either knows Grayson or is like a friend of his on Facebook or something posts that there was like a death in his family that he's dealing with. So they're like, Oh, okay. So probably this isn't going to continue. Um, and the spectacular organic subreddit starts shutting down. Uh, I think they shut down the discord too. So this is like mid to late October. When this okay. happens, December 9th, Spectacular Organic tweets a graphic uh, that says transformation is coming with the caption 2018. And so the subreddit becomes active again and they re- they either revive the discord or make a new one. I think they just revive the old one. Uh, OK, so and then so there was a three month shutdown. Yeah, there was the. There was, like, a three-month gap because out of game, uh, Grayson was going to school and working on other projects and also had, like, a death in his family. But also, in game, between October to December, it's about 90 days. Yeah. For the live-in program. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're right on time. Basically. We're right on track. So then uh, it's another three months until stuff gets rolling again. Okay, maybe not. Uh, in... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes ninety days is uh, is just a, a guesstimate. So, sometimes you get a contract, you become a head of development, and your projects go a little long, and your contract gets extended. It happens. It's, yeah, you know how it is. It's science. You can't rush it. Yeah, you can't. You can't rush making a better you. You can't. I think you mean making a better you. <laughs> they all have that weird pause. I love it so much. I know. It's such a good. I love little flourishes like that. Good work, team. Oh, it's so creepy. So then uh, in March 2018, they start posting new TV spots. Uh, And the all and the descriptions all say we've made a better you. Uh, And spot 10 has Morse code for on the first day he was crucified. Spot 11 has Morse code for on the second day he descended into hell. Uh, and on the and third spot day 12 he rose again Morse... from the dead. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. You get, you get the idea. Yeah, I, w- I went to church a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, And they all have a new Spectacular Organic logo at the end. Um, So before this, the Spectacular Organic logo in the video started out as being green and then it kind of deteriorated into being like this weird like orangey red. Yeah. And then at the end of these it uh it goes back to green but it has this like green like this weird green smoke around it. Yeah. It's a new sound too. Yeah. I don't know what that um, sound is. And then on March 30th, so roughly like a week after these spots post, I think uh, Spectacular getting tweets an image of the the new GM juice bottles, which is like the like a slightly streamlined design from what they were before. Okay. Uh, with the caption "Good Friday," uh, the okay. expiration date of the bottles is June sixteen eighteen. Uh, they also say PSW one CO one five four. Okay. The it was found that the password gets you into a hidden page on the Spectacular Organic website uh, that claims GM Juice grants access to parts of reality that are unbeknownst to the naked eye and gives you the ability to exert hyper physical changes on the world using your mind. Okay, so it's psychic juice. Yeah. Um it gives players a secret email address for the Order of Ra where they can enter to be one of 50 people worldwide to receive a set of instructions guiding them down a path of enlightenment. Okay. So a bunch of people go and they email this address. And then on March 31st, uh, the last video on the channel gets posted, which is 00616 Transformation. It's not really spooky. It's like a really cool short film. Uh, if anyone wants to check it out, we can put it in the show notes. I'm not going to put this in the episode. I just, yeah. every time I go to the page, this starts auto-playing. And the yeah the production value on this is incredible. Yeah, it's, well, it's because he's a, he's a film student. He like yeah. actually hired like a, a crew to make this, which is very cool. I have a I have like a summary written up of it 
Okay, uh, do you want to read that off? Yeah, so this video comes out March 31st, uh, and it is basically a documentation of the GM Juice uh, product trial that Grayson has been going through. The The first part of the video is, like, you see Grayson strapped to, like, this gurney. He has, like, his mouth being held open by this contraption, and you see, like, these doctors pulling pouring vials of juice in his mouth. Uh, and then the second part of the video is it says it contains footage with subliminal properties. <laughs> uh, and it, it talks about the, the stages that you go through after you ingest the GM juice. And there are three stages. There are, they are heightened awareness cognitive dissociation and oneness and uh they describe oneness as it makes the universe and the mind indistinguishable <laughs> so it's it's still kind of like a organic like juice corporation being extremely on its bullshit mm -hmm. but it's like also a cult that thinks that you can control the universe <laughs> with your mind it's a very thin line yeah, and they and they kind of explain that basically what GM Juice is trying to do is it gives you cognizance of, like, the structure of the universe and, like, the patterns of the universe, and that once you become aware of it, you can change the structure of the universe with your mind. <laughs> so it's good stuff. It's like a V8. Yeah, it's like if you drank a V8 and it gave you telekinesis. It's like a, a V12. Yeah. They yeah, they show like Grayson floating off of the bed and like his eyes turning bright green and like dilating and stuff. And they say that their plans for what to do next with GM juice are unprecedented. <laughs> All right. And after that, uh the ARG kind of died. Um this was kind of the, like, big finale. People expected to get their uh, replies to that email address for, like, the order recruitment people okay. in June. Because the, the bottles in that one tweet said, like, June 16th, 2018. Uh, nothing ever came of that. Uh, no one ever heard back. The web domains went down in December 2018. And uh, people who have been kind of keeping tabs on Grayson's, like, Instagram and stuff uh, noticed that he was, like, creating more, like, actual film projects sure. and kind of focusing on, like, I mean, real work. <laughs> he's got a good demo reel. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the, this ARG is basically considered uh, dead or defunct and... Even people on the Discord uh, are are pretty certain that nothing's going to come of it again, since it hasn't updated since uh, March 2018. Yeah, that's almost a year ago to the date, so keep an eye- When does this episode go up? Holy cow. Uh, this Next? March 29th, so yeah, almost- It'll Oh, man. Almost a year to the day. It'll be a no, March year 28th, and sorry. a day. Okay, so we'll yeah, maybe something will happen tomorrow, guys. 
Maybe we'll get a one-year anniversary something big going down. Who knows? Yeah, maybe this week will be the resurgence of Spectacular Organic, and we'll be, like, shockingly on topic for once in our yeah, lives. Yeah, maybe we'll be super on on time. That was not planned if it was. I didn't plan it anyways. I don't it know if you totally did. totally wasn't. No, it, it wasn't. We were, we were going to do Sombra until the last minute changed, so... <laughs> well, all right, so... Maybe something new comes out, but as as far as ARG endings go, having a fully produced video is a pretty good way to go out. Yeah, it's a it's better than most, and and they only had like a couple little storylines kind of dangling that didn't get resolved. So I I would say as as far as uh, on like a scale from Frog Fractions two to this is my Milwaukee, I would put this closer towards the frog fractions to end of the scale yeah it's it it ended which is a lot it's a lot more than you can say out of some games and it's a lot more than you can say out of most things like there's not necessarily closure but there is um there is there's there's, at le- there's a period yeah. it ends with a bang not a whimper there's at least like a, a kind of sense of closure like you you know what most of the stuff was leading up to yeah we failed we didn't stop. Yeah. We didn't stop them. Um, Spectacular Organic like still made their juice, and they still turned Grayson into a godlike being. And the cult probably brought their person in to bring in the second coming and end of days. Uh, so that might be what's happening tomorrow. But <laughs> you know, well, the the cult works with like a three year delay, right? Like everyone got together in that field, and then three years later oh, was yeah. the stock collapse. So March thirty first. 2021 mark your calendars yeah i i think there's kind of a sense of well actually we can get into it when we talk about how we would rate this so how would you rate this on story good transition marn so it's this one's really weird uh because the basic story of the game being there is a an organic juice company that is secretly a cult that is indoctrinating people um that's a pretty solid story on its own right um because it's it's already using a trait that people like it's a trope that yeah. people already buy into which is like oh organic juice it's like a cult of people doing organic juices and exercise diets and um all that stuff side note do you know about lululemon being a cult oh absolutely okay um like that's that's already a i don't i don't want to say that it, it's something that is ground in reality but it's it's a story that is ground in stories that exist yeah. and i think I think it does a really good job of kind of taking the very standard rhetoric for, like, juices and stuff like this and turning it and, like, twisting it only very slightly to turn it into something sinister. Yeah, like, what is what is the logical conclusion of if you drink this juice, it'll be it'll make you into a better person? It's we've made a juice so good that when you drink it, it'll turn you into a god. Like, yeah, it is... Um, as far as that story goes, it's a lot of fun and it's very interesting. Um, the The real sticking point for me and where this game gets really interesting is the brief interlude in the middle where yeah. the entire thing falls apart for... How how long was that drama, the, the creator stuff? Like a week? I think it was really like a week. Yeah, it wasn't... It really wasn't that long of a period. But where it falls apart for a week and turns into a a weird meta thing that like eats its own tail and turns into this. Well, it started as an ARG about a 
a, a, a juice company, but it turned into an ARG about an ARG about a juice company. Um, personally, that's very much in my bullshit, and I like it. But yeah. I could definitely no, I agree. I, I could definitely understand like it. It rides that line between like being really cool and like making you roll your eyes into a jerk off motion. You know, like. Yeah. It really rides that line. For me, it falls on the good side. I completely understand if it falls on the other side for people. I I agree. I think that was very clever if it wasn't planned. I think it was a really clever way to like take the narrative and kind of regain like kind of put the train back on the tracks uh and and stop everyone from talking about like oh, this guy tried to be a character in his own ARG, but it failed. I think it was a really clever way of uh, being like, hey, instead of talking about that, why don't we actually talk about the plot of this cool ARG that you guys are playing? Yeah, and kind of to put a bow on what what I kind of brought up when we were talking about that part, like, being a player in your own ARG only fails if you get caught. Yeah. Like... For every for everyone that gets caught doing it, I'm sure that there are some game masters that like sneak in under the rug. Like they don't draw attention to themselves. They they use Bong Lord sixty nine as their username, so nobody catches them in the act. But you know, by getting caught, there it could have gone a lot worse than it did. Uh, that would be a a logical point for the whole thing to fall apart. Um, and so I'm glad it didn't. Um, and it's neat that they were able to come up with something to cover that. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, one, so, from a scale of one to ten juices, how would we rate this on plot? Um, I would give it a, you know, for all the good things I just said about it, a strong six. Um, because as neat and, I don't know, over and meta as it gets, there's just not a lot to it. Um... It's a very simple plot. I said six. I'll give it a seven. Um, there's there's just, even with that neat stuff, there's not a whole lot to it. Um, I think they did a, a neat job of getting cool visuals with, um, I assume they're cool visuals with the people with faces that sounded like they genuinely creeped you out. Um, those videos I can't see anymore, so I, I don't know. But they they did some really neat Oh, I can st- I can send them to you. You know, I'm good. I was trying to play it off like technical difficulties. I'm good. Yeah, I just I just assumed you wouldn't want to see no, them. No, and you assumed right. I just wanted to put on a brave face for our listeners. Um I want <laughs> both of them to respect me. But I I think that they 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 did some neat visuals and that should be expected from a person who's a a film student and is able to put all of this into the videos made for uh the ARG. Um but all in all it was a lot of flash and just not a whole lot to it they tried to incorporate some characters they tried to do some stuff but it never really came together as a whole for me yeah i think i would give it maybe a 7.5 for basically the same reasons i think it has a lot of like visual panache but uh there are a lot of kind of threads that i would have been interested to see it go down more um that i feel like didn't really get elaborated on like i want to know more about this cult i want to i want to know actually what they're like beliefs are and stuff yeah i don't really know much about it except that it's a juice company and that's their cover but i don't know what the cover is for yeah i want to know more about this cult that apparently had a large sum of money to buy someone's arg from them 
it's a cult that it it is a juice company. Like it's not like they're not pretending to be a juice company because they are making magic juice. So yeah. I I, I want to know the group behind it. I guess we kind of get to the fact that it's it's a, a cult of Kepri, I guess. And but then we had is it supposed to be another cult or the same cult that's supposed to be dedicated to Ra which is a different Egyptian the same god cult, of the sun. I think. Okay. So if it's the same cult are they worshiping Ra or are they worshiping Kepri? I guess they're worshiping Ra and they use the name Kepri but that's needlessly confusing. Um yeah. I don't know. I wish there there was a lot that could have been done going deeper. But I do understand being well, I started this in the summer. I did not expect it to get big. I just yeah. wanted to put up some interesting videos that had neat puzzles, and it got out of hand. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally get that. But also, I, I need the lore. I want more lore. <laughs> um, uh, so, how would we rate this on puzzles? One out of ten. One to ten. Yeah. Sorry, not one <laughs> out of ten. I was gonna say you're a little harsher than me. Um, no. <laughs> I part of this being that there's a lot of stuff that I couldn't find. Um but I don't think the puzzles in this game really work. Um a lot of the puzzles from my end of things that I saw were just hey, spot the hidden Morse code in this video and translate that into a cryptic message. Um the stuff that I saw didn't really get into multiple step puzzles or things like that it all seemed pretty one note um i mentioned it before but find the one frame of this video that has a code written on it is my least favorite kind yeah. of puzzle in a game because it's not it's not really it's not a puzzle as much as it is i hope you notice this thing on a page um like there's a good way to do it and there's a bad way to do it. I think having it up for one frame where it can just be easily missed while in a meta narrative point of view, it's like, well, it's, you know, hidden on a page. You can't put it, you can't just have it sitting in the corner the whole time because it's a secret message. I understand that, but the puzzles never really seem to evolve beyond that or puzzles that have a one or two step solution to them. Yeah, I I agree. I think I, I would have like to see more puzzles that had like multi-step solutions but again i think like we were saying with the um with the plot this was kind of more of a film project yeah. so i understand that it it never really got to a point where uh this where he was like sitting down actually like crafting the puzzles it was more i think like the puzzles were being crafted around the videos and the videos were supposed to be like the big narrative yeah i, I like it more as a multimedia narrative than i do as a, a game yeah i agree so like a three i don't know when you get to yeah, I think... when you get to bad i don't know on the bad end of the scale it's like oh, i don't know how you rate yeah. the badness um it's much easier to say if whether something's a seven or an eight than it is to say if it's a three or a yeah. four but I don't know. The puzzle just I fell really I flat. I'd go it, with three. I think I would give it like a four out of five. No, not a four out of five, a four out of ten. <laughs> okay. I'm great at math. I'm awesome at we math. We need to get you math juice. It's true. I need to drink GM juice so I can <laughs> see the structure of the universe and learn math. 
Spectacular Organic, please sponsor us. <laughs> Spectacular Organic, please subscribe to where portraying. Um, <laughs> Marn, what do you think about the uh, replayability of this game? Uh, so, it, as far as... I think we decided to call it, like, Endurance or whatever last week. Yeah, we as landed on there, as... but in the in the weeks since, I, I've really come around yeah. on the word replayability. Fair enough. Endurance just sounds like uh, an RPG stat. That's true. I think that, um... I think that it's really almost all still there. Um, I assume the websites aren't up anymore because uh, Grayson Whitehurst or whoever was hosting them didn't want to pay for the hosting cost anymore, which I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you just... Honestly, if you just go to the YouTube channel and watch all the videos, you can still get a fairly cohesive narrative. Yeah. I mean, if you just want to view it as a, if you want to view it as a YouTube series, you can. Um, and it's uh, creepy. You lose some of the, um, you lose out on the uh, the downtime videos, and you you lose out almost entirely on the Doug Horry plotline because I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing because um, the videos of like him being captured and the stuff about him it's all been taken down um yeah i mean i guess it's on a side account now but it's not on the main account and the um the picture that he uploaded isn't from his own account anymore it's from a deleted account so the content is there but it's not listed under any username and you can't like sort by that user's posts um on reddit and so when i found i found the qr code in that link but when i searched it it just popped up as a random here's a photo that i found of my old workplace i didn't know who that was i didn't know that doug horry was a guy that existed and was fired because the old websites yeah. he's listed on are gone um so it's weird that in this multimedia thing an entire character is almost missing now um but other than that all of the the videos are all still up um I guess some of the other and non-listed videos are still up too, um, but I'm a little more. Yeah, I, I I think you kind of lose out on the um, the earlier videos being as significant because, like, especially the one that's a video of like Doug's backyard. You kind of look at it and you're like, okay, I don't understand why this video is here. But then, like, yeah, I w- once it pivots, once like the narrative kind of pivots to being about Grayson himself. I think it's a much more clear storyline from just like watching the YouTube videos. I'm a little more down on this being as replayable than it sounds like you are. Um, simply because if you go direct, you, you, if you go directly to their YouTube channel, if you search through, you're not going to find very much in the way of a game. Oh, that yeah, that's true. Because the first couple clues are hidden in Morse code uh, that are hidden on one frame, they are very easy to miss. I would not be surprised if someone sat down, if someone found this this channel and decided to watch the videos for some reason, which I realize is a bit of a hypothetical, but if you just sat down, found this site for some reason, started watching through, thought this neat and kind of creepy, um, I feel like the first video that would really jump out as being a puzzle is the... Um, video number four that has that qr code in the hay bale i'm gonna pull up their channel just so i can see the videos um so like just from the youtube channel the plot of this is like hey we're a juice company 
We have a lottery. Yeah. You can find a QR code that shows a creepy group in the background of a field and then a video of a field. So you kind of get an idea of what's going on. You get more TV spots. You get the product lottery announcement. You get like, we're coming for you, lottery winner, which is a little, it feels out of place, but it's not like, you know, it kind of makes sense. And then, hey, our guy's here, and we've turned him into a god. <laughs> like, the the narrative isn't as strong as it, yeah. as it is if you know all the background stuff. Um, and the, the videos themselves don't really provide an exit point or a jumping point to the other narrative bits in the other YouTube channel or the old Twitter page or stuff like that. Because those don't, they, they're not, they don't exist and they're not uploading anymore. So, um I don't know. I don't find it to be very replayable because it's not very compelling. That's yeah, that that's fair. I I think I uh I agree after after hearing you say that. Do I have a convert? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the cold of being down on things is one again. <laughs> yeah, I think I would I would probably give it like a 4 or a 5 as far as replayability goes. Yeah, I'd give it probably a 3 or a 4. I think it's a much better yeah. demo reel than it is a game at this point. And I realize that I'm being a little specific on it has to be a game, it has to be playable. But on that end, it just doesn't really work anymore. No, I, I agree. I think also it's kind of a much better story when you like go through it and lay all of the pieces out than when you just like go looking for all of the pieces yeah i i i really enjoyed you telling me about it that's not an experience that i could have unless i already knew it was a game i was going into and maybe that's true of all args and i haven't really given that thought to stuff beyond there but their their on-ramp for this is just so small and so missable that unless yeah frankly unless the creator posts it to our args and says hey this is an arg I think it gets lost. I agree. So yeah, I would say probably three or four out of five for three or four out of five. Oh my god, three or four out of ten. For, <laughs> okay, for uh, replayability. We need to go back to frog fractions and teach you how this rating scale works. I know. <laughs> Coming soon, part three of frog fractions. It's just me teaching Fmarn how fractions work. <laughs> We should do a live stream where we play Frog Fractions. I thought about doing that last weekend, but then I didn't. I just had so much stuff come we, up and been working on a project. and We could do that for our Patreon people. Speaking of, we, uh, yeah, before we get into recommendations, do we want to pitch that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you you may have noticed that we picked up the, the URL, patreon.com. Yeah, uh, after last week's episode, I was inspired by Amuse to pick up patreon.com. That is uh, P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com, uh, which is my best estimation of how Marn says the word Patreon. Um and if you go to patreon.com, you will see that we have a Patreon set up. Um, we have had a couple people ask us if um, if we were going to set something up like this, or as one person put it, is there anywhere I can throw money at you? And with the recently announced Patreon changes from Patreon itself, we figured we might as well do it now and get grandfathered into their changes than uh, do it when we have more of a backlog like we were originally planning on doing. Um, 
so we have a patreon set up if you'd like to become a patron of us we would uh love that support um any money raised from that is going to go uh directly to paying for hosting fees and uh the subscription fee for podbean um and our just kind of hosting and domain fees um but we are not i don't know you're not obligated to to join uh we're not gonna we don't have any plans at the moment to put any kind of content behind a paywall or anything like that uh we just you know a coffee every now and then would be nice (laughs) yeah we might we might put up fun stuff eventually like a live stream of us playing frog fractions uh we should put up a little goal so that uh we know when we're hitting our hosting fees every month i know there's a thing where you can do that we should Um, i'm very new to patreon so i just threw this together so we will get that updated by the time this episode comes out yeah well they they change their ui every month or so (laughs) so by the time you get familiar with it uh it will have changed again okay well cool they just Um, changed it like last week (laughs) it sucks now (laughs) yeah yeah when i set this up i thought it looked different than other patreons i'd seen in the past but i thought it was just because i was on the other end of the screen no they they changed it like last week to like streamline it or whatever and it just looks really it it just looks bad now for a dollar you get to become an honorary argonaut uh and who frankly needs anything more than that yeah but if you want to give us more we'll take it yeah and uh they also have a feature now where you can set up polls so we might host polls there uh for what you want to see us do next that's a really good feature. Like what? Yeah, we will definitely <laughs> start utilizing some of that to get a feel for what people want to hear about. Um, please yeah. don't vote for the eight-part series on Lonely Girl 15. Is it 15? No, we have to do it. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll, it's, it's Lonely Girl 15. We'll do it eventually. But there's also like, there's also like three spin-off series of Lonely Girl 15. <laughs> Jesus. Once the Patreon affords the alcohol I'll need to get through that long of a game, <laughs> then we'll do Lonely Girl. Hell yeah. So let's get into recommendations, question mark? Recommendations. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to go first or would you like me to? Uh, sure, I can go first. I have mine pulled up. Um, so my recommendation for this week uh, is I wanted to pick something that was f- also from Reddit since I used Reddit so much to <laughs> do the outline for this. Uh, mine is actually a no sleep story. Uh, the title is, has anyone heard of the left slash right game? Um, but you can find it just by plugging left slash right game into, uh, Google. It's a 10 part, uh, short horror story that is largely in the style of a audio transcript about a, uh, a journalist who goes with this car caravan to play this like supernatural game where you start out in a city that's laid out like a grid and you take alternating lefts and rights and then at some point you cross over into this like highway in between dimensions uh where all of this like spooky shit lives and you have to like play by the rules or the like the highway and like the towns along the way will kill you Hmm. okay it's way better than I'm pitching it. <laughs> I read the whole thing in like one day when it was a really slow work day for me, and I have not been able to stop thinking about it since. It's so good. Okay, uh, that's the left-right game? Yep, and we'll link it in the show notes probably. Uh, it's by Neon Tempo on Reddit. 
Uh, and it's definitely one of my favorite things that I've read on No Sleep recently. I subscribe to the subreddit and I try and go on every couple of months just to like see what the top rated stories are. And this is like one of the best that I've read in a really, really long time. Cool. We'll definitely have a link in the show notes. Yeah. What is your recommendation for this week? Uh, so this week, my recommendation, um, a little different than what we've recommended in the past. Um, well, I'll have two. Uh, the first one is going to be um, a strange mashup album uh, that I really like. I recently, um, I, I listened to it a while ago and it popped into my head that it existed the other day and I thought I should check it out and it holds up. Um, but there is a strange website called thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. Oh my god. Um, and there's a full story about this. Basically, that this guy, um, he says that he fell into an alternate dimension one day, uh, where he fell into some alternate timeline, um, and he met someone there. And they were talking and things seemed like it was a pretty similar timeline to our own, except he noticed out of the corner of his eye that as he's sitting in this cabin, um, there is a cassette tape because cassettes are still the way that people record and play music. CDs never really caught on. But the cassette tape that he finds is a Beatles album that he's never heard of called Everyday Chemistry. And there's a story. The guy steals the tape and makes it back to the time rift and comes back to our universe. Um, and when he gets here, he takes the album and plays it and listens to it. Cause it's uh, basically the only difference you could find between the two universes is that in their universe, the Beatles never broke up and there's at least one more album by them. What that translates to in our world is that someone made an album called everyday chemistry. Um, unfortunately I can't find who did it. Because they're very into the shtick, uh, so they don't have credit for it. If you uh, download the MP3s that they uploaded, it says that the artist is the Beatles and the album is Everyday Chemistry and you know XYZ. If you upload it to iTunes, it'll show up along other Beatles songs in your uh, on on your device. That's um, crazy. But what it is is a um, it is a mashup album basically of all of the Beatles solo work in the years since they were in the Beatles. So after they all broke up, did their own solo stuff. This album is what if they were still the Beatles when they made that music? And it is a mashup of all of their solo careers into one Beatles sounding album. Oh my God. Oh, I have to listen to this. It's really neat. I don't want to get too deep into it, but um, it is a very cool album. I will um, actually, I will play some tracks at the end of this just as a like, Instead of our normal fade out music, maybe I'll put in an MP3 from this as a, a little teaser. Hell yeah. Um, but it's a it's a very neat um, concept mashup album. Um, unfortunately, I can't tell you who did it. Um, probably Neil Cicieriga in hindsight, because he's <laughs> behind everything online that I don't know who made it. It says... Uh... It says on Wikipedia that it's by an anon like it's a remix album by an anonymous person. So yeah. I don't think it was ever found out. It's very frustrating because I want to credit this person correctly and I can't. Um, but it's a very cool album. Well, he... I will li- put a link in the show notes. It is uh, Everyday Chemistry 
hosted on thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. And the story that goes along with it is very fun. They have a email address at thebeatlesneverbrokeup at yahoo.com. Yep, a good old-fashioned Yahoo email address. Uh, I think the only person that I know of that still uses a Yahoo email address is my younger brother. Um, other than that, uh, this time traveler. But yeah, that's uh, the first of the two. Um, other than that, uh, a different uh, thing I'd like to shout out is a podcast um, that is very good that is called Let's Watch Two Movies. Uh, Marn, have you ever heard of this? I have. I've been meaning to listen to it, but um, since I left my like seasonal desk work job, my podcast listening time has absolutely tanked. Um, it is a podcast where two women, as the title suggests, uh, watch two movies and compare and contrast them. Um, but what they do is very similar to the way that uh, we talk about ARGs. Uh, they do deep dives into movies that are sometimes longer than the movies themselves. Um, so as an example, they'll put together um, kind of viewing pairings that they'll watch movies together and compare, contrast, and talk about overarching themes that interact with both movies. Um, as an example, they did an episode uh, or a, a pairing about um, movies by uh, Christopher Nolan. Um, they talked about The Prestige and The Dark Knight together, um, kind of comparing and contrasting and looking at the ways that those movies um, set up their characters and the way that they use uh, visual language to kind of hide flaws in the movie and the plotting. Um, and also the way that Christopher Nolan uh, doesn't do a great job of highlighting women very well. Um, another pairing that they did together, uh, one that I really liked was the pairing of The Cabin in the Woods and The Final Girls. Um, mm. Cabin in the Woods has become kind of a cult classic of horror comedy movies by Joss Whedon. Uh, meanwhile, there's another movie that came out uh I want to say the the year after or closely after. Yeah. Uh, called The it Final Girl. It was pretty Girl. soon. Yeah, I think it was the year after. Okay. I'm not totally sure. Don't quote me on it. Okay. Uh, but it's called The Final Girls, uh, which takes another um, sort of satirical look at um, at slasher films and horror films and the way, like teen horror films, um, looking at like Freddie not freddy like nightmare on elm street eight like when they get weird and ridiculous and it's very late into the slasher yeah. cycle um and looking at it from almost a, a a parodying angle but that actually has a heart to it um they do a podcast where they look deeply at uh two movies they are very fun and funny um they clearly care about movies and it's very cool to hear them talk about um just movies comparing and contrasting with another uh, they did Mean Girls and Heathers. Um, they looked at uh, Thor Ragnarok and Star Wars The Last Jedi together as mm. sci-fi movies that look at uh, family and what an ancient crumbling legacy means together. Um, they do a very good job of pairing stuff and looking at them in a way that makes sense. Uh, right now, they have just put out an episode on Green Book, uh, the Oscar-winning film that I don't want to talk too much about. Um, but then they are pairing that with Crash, uh, another uh, wildly derided Oscar-winning film for similar reasons. Um, so looking and comparing and contrasting those two movies, uh, they should have that episode up probably by the time this episode comes out. But I'm not their boss. I couldn't tell you. 
Um, cool. But it's a good podcast. If you like deep dives into stuff, it's a good way to go. Yeah, I like I like movie podcasts, so I've been meaning to check it out. I was gonna say it's really good. Uh, you gotta have two hours to set aside for each movie at least, because uh, they really do go deep. Um, yeah. Which kind of culminates. Uh, how much do you like um, Mad Max Fury Road, Marn? I I really like Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> uh, do you like Mad Max Fury Road enough to listen to six hours about it? Oh, probably. Because they do a six-hour deep dive into the movie that is incredible. Um, oh my god! Mag- I'm gonna listen. It's to It's their that. magnum opus, uh, and that is part of their pairing. They paired that one with Swiss Army Man. Oh, that sounds really cool. I'm going on a road trip this weekend. I might put that on. Well, perfect. There you go. In the car. Hell yeah. My second recommendation is that uh, last weekend I watched the movie Devil, and it's very good, <laughs> and everyone should go watch it. <laughs> Marn, you're not... <laughs> you're talking about the M. Night Shyamalan Elevator movie, right? I am talking about the M. Night Shyamalan Elevator Where movie. Where they prove that the devil is there because the toast lands butterside down? Yeah. I'm not going to take your recommendation this week, Marn. <laughs> My girlfriend and I both realized that we had never seen it before, and we were like, oh man, we gotta, we gotta watch Devil. Um, I, I recommend it only because the main actor's acting is so wooden (laughs) that it turns into a comedy. Okay. So that's my second recommendation, is Devil, the the movie where five people get trapped in an elevator, and one of them is the devil. All right. Well, if people want to hear more from you or about your ongoing feud with popular YouTube celebrity and notable author Hank Green, where can they find you, Marn? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Corpse Revivors and pretty much nowhere else. <laughs> I can also be found on Twitter and pretty much nowhere else. Uh, you can find me at AC Sherman Writes. Uh, you can find the podcast at Argonauts Pod on Twitter. Um, and you can find us at www.argonautspod.com, not podcast, argonautspod.com. Yep. Uh, if you have questions for us, you can send them to our Twitter or you can email us at argonautspodcast at gmail.com. And we now have a Patreon, which is at patreon.com. That is P... This was a mistake. Uh, P-U-T... <laughs> P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. That was a mistake. You can also go to patreon.com slash Argonauts Podcast. That's going to be the easier way to do it than to remember how I misspelled Patreon. Uh, If you have a suggestion for an ARG for us to cover, or if you just want to say hi, uh, shoot it to our Gmail. Uh, And that's going to do it for us. Good night, everyone.
Thank you. 